0: This is Unleash Your Inner Legend, a podcast featuring modern-day legends sharing their life choices, habits, and routines that got them through where they are today. Get ready to be inspired and to take massive action to unleash your inner legend. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Unleash Your Inner Legend podcast with Holly Kitchens. I am so excited, and you guys are in for a big treat today. Special and talented guest with us. Today, we have entrepreneur, global builder, speaker, and host, Brandon Andrews. Welcome, Brandon.
1: Hey, happy to be here with you today.
0: Thank you for being with us, and Brandon. When people read your bio, they're going to think that you're some sort of modern day superhero. You are doing <laughs> incredible things for amazing causes. Can you share with listeners who may not know you or aren't familiar with all the work that you do? What you do, um, and a little bit about who you are.
1: Yeah, it's either superhero or random, uh, <laughs> depending on uh, depending on your take. But uh, I, as you said, I'm an I'm an entrepreneur. Uh, I'm an investor. As some people know, I run a nationwide casting tour for ABC Shark Tank, Uh, but a lot of people don't know that I actually started my professional career working uh, in government. I worked on Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C., for the better part. Of five years. And so in addition to being interested in tech and business and entrepreneurship and helping people build new and innovative things, I'm also, also always interested in making sure that government is providing the solutions to people and it's, it is applying innovation um, in spaces um, and, and that we have policy that aligns with, with what people are needing as well. Uh, so yeah, excited for the conversation today and to connect with everyone that's listening in.
0: You definitely aren't doing yourself justice with that introduction. And um, the complete bio of you are, is included in these show notes for those listening in. So you guys can determine that assumption of what I'm making here. But you were named a global Innovation Fellow by the U.S. Department of State, which is amazing. You've traveled the world speaking and hosting events on entrepreneurship and innovation, just like you said. You uh, spent the five years in Senate in handling technology, small business, and defense policy. That's just like a few of the major uh, accomplishments that you have. But I'd love to kick off this episode with you sharing your journey, your story, because obviously... Brandon Andrews, who you are today, you just didn't come into the world like this. So I'd absolutely love for you to share your journey and story with us.
1: Yeah. So I grew up in a small town in South Alabama. Uh, Town's name is Bruton. My grandmother actually raised me there. She had uh, she'd been a teacher for over 40 years and was retired by the time I came along. But she was still teaching people in the community, still mentoring, still working with her former students and helping people out. And I think the the, the, the desire that I have, that altruistic streak that's in me, definitely a lot of that comes from her. Um, when I was a junior in high school, I moved from Alabama to Panama City, Florida, and lived with my mother and my sister. Unfortunately, uh, some things happened and we ended up being homeless for a significant amount of that time. And you know that taught me that um, you never know what life will throw at you. Sometimes things are, aren't your fault, but they are your responsibility to deal with. And uh, although there's challenges that come, um, we all have those inflection points, those decision points where if you make the right decision, um, it puts your life on one path. If you make a decision that maybe you know isn't the best, it, it could put your life on another path. And sometimes you don't know which choice to make. Sometimes there's some some providence that's involved in I think those decisions being made. Which is why I think it's so important that whether it's government, nonprofit, or the tech and business space, that we're creating an environment in which everyone can reach their full potential because because of the bio and because of some of the things I've done, folks try to make it seem like I am special or different. Whereas I think about a lot of the guys, for example, that were on the football team with me in high school, um, they were just as talented, um, had just as much ability, but one by one, um, either because things happened to them that were outside of their control, or maybe they made mistakes, but, but life Kind of took them out and, and didn't give them the opportunity to, again, reach their full potential. And so that's what I'm focused on uh, because of that experience. Um, after high school, went to college um, out in Oklahoma, I actually went to college in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which is the home of Black Wall Street, an incredible community of Black entrepreneurs, over 300 Black-owned businesses that, that were there. And so I like to feel like as I'm doing this work in the entrepreneurship space now, that I'm taking some of that Black Wall Street legacy, some of that history with me as I'm traveling around the country and around the world, helping entrepreneurs um, build businesses. And in addition to being an entrepreneur myself, um, after um, college, I moved to Washington, D.C. I interned for a member of Congress when uh, when I was an undergrad, Uh, started working on Capitol Hill as an intern. Uh, And uh, about a month into that internship, I got hired on full time and then spent the better part of, again, five years working in the United States Senate, had an incredible experience there. And it was actually there that I had my first experience with the world of venture capital, the world of investing. So when I was younger, um, I had heard of being a business person, but I didn't know what business people did or how to become one. And I certainly hadn't wrapped my mind around having my own business, being an entrepreneur. Uh, But when I got to um, Capitol Hill, um, I connected with some quasi-governmental um, VC organizations. Um, NQtel is probably the best known one. So the U.S government, the federal government, is a huge organization, and it takes often a long time to get anything done. But that doesn't work if you are, for example, at the Department of Defense or at or at the, um, department of health, or if you're, uh, at the CIA and you need to get something into the field quickly, maybe you going through the regular government procurement process doesn't work. So these quasi governmental venture capital funds have been set up so that the government can invest in leading edge technology, accelerate its progress. And so those, those agencies can get access to it, um, without having to go through the entire, uh, procurement process uh, in, in in the federal government, and so again, IncuTel is probably the best known one um, that does it for the CIA and some of that black work that happens. Uh, but Red Planet Capital existed uh, and did and did it for for NASA for a number of years. NASA is actually bringing it back for their Artemis mission to go back to the moon, uh, and. Um, Uh, Again, Health and Human Services and and, and several other agencies have it. And so when I saw that work, I said, I'd love to do this kind of thing on the outside of government at some point. Um, Little did I know that I would get the opportunity to, um, through a mutual friend, connect with Mark Burnett, who's the producer of ABC Shark Tank. And so a friend, Joshua Dubois and and business partner now um, who has a firm values partnerships. um, He had been doing some work with Mark. And we basically pitched him and said, Hey, I have some experience as an entrepreneur. Do you need help with the show? Um, he said, yes, it started out as just putting together spreadsheets, uh, you know, the typical deal flow for um, any kind of fun. And, but now it's grown into, in a pre-COVID environment, um, a nationwide casting tour where I do events all around the country. I get the opportunity to meet several thousand entrepreneurs every year. Uh, and uh, I get to meet them at a critical point where they are sharing uh, with the world, what they've been working on. And I, I love doing it.
0: Oh my gosh, there's so much I want to impact from that story you have because I, I absolutely love it. And, you know, I'm so sorry to hear about your struggles in childhood, but, you know, I, I feel like we can relate in the same sense of, uh, you know, growing up, we lived in low income housing. I, yeah. same thing, like we knew businesses existed, but we never knew that owning one or establishing one was even possible. Um, right. Small hometown. In Rush Springs, Oklahoma, they the only books that we had in our library was either history books or fictional books. There's no oh. self development books. To me, yeah. Tony Robbins was that guy on Shallow Howl, the tall guy in the elevator. Like that's mm-hmm. that's how I knew Tony Robbins as until I realized as an adult, I'm like, oh my gosh, he's a lot more than that. So I absolutely mm-hmm. love. It. And you know, from hearing your story, yeah, I, I didn't
1: know we had the uh, Oklahoma connection.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I'm from. I actually have it here on my uh, talking points to talk to you about that. I'm from from Rush Springs. So it's about. I I think it's about an hour and a half, maybe two or three hours from uh, Tulsa. So it's kind of like the southern part. Uh, definitely want to talk to you more on that. But, you know, it's safe to assume from your story that you didn't grow up with a silver spoon in your mouth from being homeless and, you know, life changes and struggles. I would love to hear, you know, what was one of your most defining moments of your childhood that had a direct impact on the mission that you're on today?
1: You you know, so one, I said, you know, hey. Sometimes things happen, it's not your fault, but it is your responsibility to deal with um, your, where you're born, um, what community, um, the, the socioeconomic circumstances, none of that's your fault, but it, it is ultimately your responsibility um, to help put yourself on, on a, as, as best you can, help put yourself on a position um, to, to move forward and, and, and to make the right decisions. But the other side of that is, just because you're making the right decision doesn't stop other people from making the wrong decision so case in point there was a time um, in high school where I was the only one working in our house in our household um, I had a job at target um, hourly job i worked the front end i you know collected carts and would do checkout lines etc when 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 I needed to and uh, i remember it was a holiday weekend. So there were long lines and I lived, this was in Panama City, Florida. So there were a lot of people with like, you know, they were in swim trunks and like people were getting ready for beach trips and picnics and all that kind of stuff, getting ready to go have fun for the weekend. I remember the lines were long. And so because of that, they asked me to come to the register versus doing the, the cart collection and stocking, which is what I was usually doing. Um, There was a guy in line in the register to, to check out. Um, and I remember very distinctly he had on this Dallas Mavericks velour short set. I don't know if you remember, for those of you that follow basketball, but the Dallas Mavericks, um, the logo used to look like a chess piece. It used to look like the, the horse chess piece. And I remember it very distinctly. Um, so he came through the line um, he said, what's up? You know, he dapped me up, et cetera. And then he proceeded to take all of the money from my cash register. Um, he, you know, held me up at, uh, at, at, at Target. And so in that moment, I had made the right decision. You know, family was, was struggling. I said, OK, I'm going to do my part. I'm going to get a job, work, make sure we have something. Um, I was showing up on time. They asked me to come in from doing the carts and to get on the register because it was a busy day. I was friendly to everybody there. And you know, at that point in high school, I was, you know, I was, you know, getting good grades, etc. Um, so I was trying to make the right decisions, but that didn't stop this person in line from making the wrong decision. And I think we have those inflection points as well—those points where we feel like, "Man, I'm trying to do the right thing. I'm trying to learn. I'm reading the the self-help books. I'm I'm trying to learn about business. I'm trying to do the right thing here," but the world is still maybe you feel like the world is still against you. Maybe you feel like the world is still I'm not conspiring for your success. Maybe you feel like the world is conspiring against your success and against your progress. And I think that was an inflection moment for me because I could have very easily in that moment just stepped away and been like, man, like I'm, I'm trying to do the right thing here. This guy mm-hmm. helped me up. I'm, I'm done. Like, I, I don't I don't want to go back to the job. I'm embarrassed. Um, I, 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 and, and I, I don't, I don't know what to do because I can't see my way out of this situation. Uh, but that's not the decision I made. Thankfully, um, I, I hadn't done anything wrong. I mean, I, you know, I, they, he came in and, and held me up and apparently he was holding up retail, you know, big box retail stores all around the area, which just seems crazy because all of them have security and all of them have cameras and I guess, it, and at, they like came back and checked in with me several months later and said, yeah, we still haven't caught this guy, Like and I, which, which I completely don't get at all. But um, that moment was an inflection point for me. And I think that moment is going to happen to anyone who tries to make a decision to have a positive change in their life. When you make that decision to make a positive change, you're, that doesn't mean your family is going to cooperate. That doesn't mean your friends are going to cooperate. That doesn't mean your job is going to cooperate. It doesn't mean the world is going to cooperate. Uh, but that also doesn't mean that you should stop uh, moving forward towards that, that that positive progress that you want to make. And so that was an inflection point for me, and something that I remember, you know, very distinctly from from high school. And uh, and hopefully. Um, you know, my experience there can be helpful to other people because it's guaranteed you may not get held up. You may not be that jarring, uh, but there's going to be a moment at which you've made the right decision, but you feel the pushback, whether it's from family or friends or the world more generally. And it's up to you in that moment to make the right decision.
0: My gosh, that was like, definitely like, Goosebump story. I'm just sitting there thinking that story literally went a different direction. I thought it was going to be like some happy ending, but at the end of the day you were held up and I was like, oh my gosh. I
1: like, you know, graduated from college. high school and, and everything. So <laughs> yeah. I ended up making it, but uh, but yeah, not happy that day. <laughs>
0: wow. like My eyeballs about popped out of my head whenever you were like, then he held me up. I'm like, wait, what? Then that's just an incredible story. And I think testimony to your legacy that you're building is, you know, uh, that's definitely something everyone needs to write down is it's not your fault, but it's your responsibility to handle it. And I think that's yeah. a super powerful statement that you're saying there. And man, if I were you, I would go trademark that bad boy because that's huge and that's just really impactful and love you. Love that you shared that. I appreciate you sharing all that. i um, being vulnerable because, you know, you could have said something cheesy, but you got real, real quick. And, you know, just let everybody know like, Hey, at the end of the day, you gotta, you gotta show up regardless of what comes at you. And, you know, turn those. You, we all have a choice to either wear a victim glasses or accountability glasses, uh, regardless yeah. of whatever happens to us. So, uh, thank you so much for sharing that. Now, you've had a lot of success in your life to this point. What's most important to you right now?
1: Well, it's creating that environment in which everyone can reach their full potential. And I think that means, again, government providing the the policy landscape that's necessary for folks to reach their full potential. That means folks in the nonprofit space or social impact space, making sure that the resources and wraparound services are there for folks to be able to reach their full potential. But it also means in the business world, especially when we talk about entrepreneurship, ensuring that the environment is ripe for people to be able to start and grow businesses, because I think that is a key part of people being able to reach their full potential, being able to apply those principles of entrepreneurship to your life, generally to your business specifically, or even um, as an entrepreneur, if you're working in an organization coming up with something creative and new. And so everything I do was focused on trying to help people reach um, that uh, reach their full potential and making sure that in, that environment exists. And so that's what's, that's what's really important to me now. And I think uh, from a business standpoint, that means lowering the barrier to entry. I have it, I know we you know, connected on, on Clubhouse. I literally have it in my Clubhouse bio, democratize everything, democratize access to the knowledge, democratize access to the capital, democratize access to the relationships. And if we do that, I think the sky's the limit uh, in terms of what we can see from from folks that, you know, may be underestimated or may have backgrounds that um, wouldn't normally lead to um, success given, you know, what we've seen in the past.
0: I love it. And you're making a major change in the world with all the market research and data that you're using um, when it comes to di- diversifying and education and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. I would love for you to expand a little bit more on that.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I think one of the most important but least talked about things for business, whether it is small businesses, startups that are just starting, or large businesses, um, is the data and the need to not only have data but to build that relationship with whoever your target customer is, whatever your community is, whatever folks are moving something in your marketplace. So if you are a startup company building community from the beginning is is incredibly important because that's going to give you that sounding board to be able to test your idea, to be able to test the concept. It's then going to be the group of folks that are going to be your fans and help you do the marketing. I mean, it's also going to be the group that is going to be your first group of, of customers for whatever product or service you're launching. As a larger company, it's incredibly important for you to have not only the data, but also the relationships necessary to understand what's going on in your market, what the trends are, and also where your company is positioned. What do people think about your company? What do people think about your brand? And where do you want to go next? Um, It was That understanding, plus being asked to give feedback over and over again from clients with our consulting company that led us to found Gage. So Gage is a mobile market research platform um, that connects brands to the influencers, experts that um, set trends in their market uh, and also helps them stay ahead of what's next in culture. So literally every day we have influencers, experts um, sharing their feedback on news moments, cultural moments and um, targeted uh, custom research opportunities uh, based on what brands are working on. So new uh, TV uh, campaigns, um, new show titles, um, new products, new services, business decisions, whatever it might be. Um, we're constantly testing those things and delivering that data in a way that's actually usable. Um, so we have a uh, proprietary dashboard called NextLab, which um, lays out both the quantitative data and the qualitative data uh, in the in the form of video, audio, and text messages from from individual people, um, so that brands can get a daily read on uh, what's next in culture and also you know what's important what's important for them um, from the from the folks that matter. So we got constantly asked to give. Feedback on new products and content, et cetera. And um, I appreciate having a seat at the table, but I don't speak for everybody. I don't speak for any entire community. And uh, at that point, decided to create a better way that was you know, faster, often cheaper uh, and overall just better than you know some of the traditional market research methods that are out there, focus groups, et cetera. So, yeah, that's something that I think is critically important and, and something that I'm I'm working on as well.
0: Oh my gosh, that's such a huge like distinction and, and realization is like understanding that one person can't speak for everyone. And I think yeah. you're spot on with that because it's like, yeah, I could come to you know a, a board and be a board member for women, but I, there's no way I can speak for all women. And yeah, and and we need
1: more diversity definitely 100%. when when you when when you talk about um, the the C-suite especially when you talk about boardrooms, but but just need more diversity up and down. Uh, when when you talk about any role within a company, however, those folks from those communities, um, if they're the only uh, person there with that perspective, um, their perspective can often get drowned out. So we've seen these ad campaigns come out over and over again that were offensive and. Mm-hmm. Very often there was someone that was a woman or a person of color or LGBTQ in the room saying, no, this isn't the right thing. We should go a different way. But they were drowned out. They got outvoted. What we try to do with Gage and, and our next lab dashboard is empower those leaders with the data. So saying it's not just me, it's the community that uh, has this same perspective uh, and that we've seen can lead to a lot of positive outcomes when it comes to campaigns being created, products being created um, that meet the moment and that um, are are things that people want and and ultimately are things that are going to offend or not be interesting for folks.
0: That's so powerful. And like I said, you're changing the world with all that technology that you're doing. And uh, so it's Gauge, G-A-U-G-E. How can consumers and people out there listening that might need to, or that need to use your service, how can they get connected with that and get started with your consulting services?
1: Yeah. So there's two ways. Uh, One is just going to gauge.ai to find out more information about the Platform and about our services. If you're interested in sharing your feedback as a expert or as a as an influencer, um, Gage AI and there's a button that that says "Become a Gager." If you click on that. Um, you have you can fill out the application and uh, we can get you started with opportunities to share your feedback, which you get rewarded for. We compensate you for sharing uh, because you're know you you sharing things on Twitter and on Facebook all day via social media. Uh, but you're not being compensated for it. And, and we think there's an inherent value in that intellectual property that you're sharing. And so uh, we, we reward everybody for sharing that. Uh, and uh, you can also always reach out to me directly. Um, Easiest way is just to text me, honestly, 202-831-3031 is my number. You can text me to talk business anytime, um, whether you are a brand that's looking to connect with consumers or if you're an influencer or expert looking uh, for opportunities to get rewarded and connect with brands um, to, to share your feedback.
0: That's so powerful. And I was just adding in real quick the, the contact information you're sharing too. And, you know, before I uh I, I appreciate all of your time and before I let you go, is there anything else you'd love to share with listeners when it comes to, you know, maybe some inspiration? If they're, you know, in that spot right now, like you said, that either in that part where they think that everything's going against them. Can you leave us with some words of inspiration?
1: Yeah, something that I think about is. Every day you have the opportunity to make a decision to move forward or move backwards. There's no being stagnant because if you're being stagnant, the world is continuing to move. So you're actually drifting backwards if if you feel like you're being stagnant. But every day you have an opportunity to make some decision that's going to help you get the progress that you're looking for in your life, that's going to help you move forward, that's going to help you and your family achieve whatever the goals are that you have. And so my advice is, one, when you wake up, just make a decision to make that to take that step, whether that step is going for a walk for you for your health goals or whether that step is reading a book for your business or personal goals or whether that step is listening to this podcast and and following up on some of the things from it. Um, I think it's incredibly important that we are taking those steps every day, but also recording those steps, because I think sometimes we can get bogged down and we can feel like we aren't going anywhere, not because we haven't made progress, but because we aren't tracking what progress we've made. And so definitely encourage everyone to have, whether it's a notebook or your cell phone, have a way to write down um, the progress that you're making every day towards whatever goals you have. And not only will that help keep you accountable to continue making progress, but it'll give you that, that ability to reflect on everything that you've done so far um, to encourage you to continue um, to move forward on your journey.
0: Wow, those are some powerful words and I appreciate you sharing that. Brandon, I appreciate your time today and all the incredible things that you're doing and the great difference you're making in this world. For those listening in, I know you just shared your cell phone number and uh, gauge.ai, but how else can listeners connect with you and follow you on your journey, like on Clubhouse, Instagram, so on and so forth?
1: Yeah, on Clubhouse, I am Global Brandon at Global Brandon. Feel free to connect with me there, um, and I am at Yes Brandon. I'm um, on on any other social platform, and so happy to connect with folks. Please follow me if you're interested. In Shark Tank, of course, we're currently casting for season 13, all that information is there. And if you're an entrepreneur and just looking to build a business otherwise, I have resources that I'm always sharing. In fact, I have a $25,000 grant for uh, game developers now. There's always something that I'm working on. And so I would love to stay in contact with you and please follow me um, for all that information and looking forward to engaging with you and to seeing um, what you're building and, and and hopefully to helping you you build it moving forward
0: i love it you guys make sure you hop on instagram follow at yes brandon connect with him on all the other social media platforms as well as clubhouse because like brandon said that's how him and i got connected um mm-hmm. if you guys aren't utilizing that platform to learn from power minds like the him you absolutely have to again brandon i appreciate your time and thank you so much for joining us today
1: yeah thanks for having me great conversation and uh, looking forward to staying connected
0: I hope you enjoyed this episode of Unleash Your Inner Legend. For more inspiration, make sure to subscribe by going to UnleashYourInnerLegend.com. We'll see you guys next week.